the healing numbers, 22 live numerology reading. We're all going to get together for an hour to discuss numbers, planets, tarot cards, and how they influence our lives. Energy is energy no matter what modality we use, no matter how we are, are all interpreting it. It basically is going to tell us the same information. It's really very cool. Um, let me introduce the readers. Today, we have Adriana McNeil, intuitive numerologist, David Woodbridge, uh, astro numerologist, Dorothy Morgan, astrologer. Uh, Craylen Christensen couldn't join us today, but uh, she's a little under the weather, so we hope that she's feeling better and can join us next, next week or next time. Um, so let's see, it's really important to me that I hold a safe and comfortable platform for everybody. We're all on our own journey, but we're all in it together. So please, no judgments on others. It's all about respect and kindness. Yeah. Now I'm recording this. So if that makes anybody uncomfortable, it will go on YouTube. It will go on my website. Just turn your cameras off. Now, if you have any questions during this live reading or even after it, once it gets posted on YouTube, just um, you can email me or you can post your questions in the chat as we're going today. So welcome to everybody. I want to welcome Jennifer. Good Hi, morning. Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer is from Arizona. Um, let me set it's the stage early a here. Bit. Dorothy, you think it's early? I know. I saw that too. I was like, oh, maybe. Um, uh, Jennifer and I have been good friends for a long time. I've always called Jennifer my past life sister because she's the one that always reaches out when I'm in a crisis and, and seems to be there for me and help me get through things because I'm not really a feelings person, but Jennifer helps me deal with all that stuff. Uh, so she's very knowledgeable with numbers. We've been taught chatting about numbers for a long time, and she's a life coach herself. So she, as she, her her um, website, her business is called Soul Urge, which is our heart's desire. So it all kind of works together with that. Uh, so I, I'm myself. I'm extremely curious about what the planets are saying for Jennifer because. Um, we know a lot about the numbers. So I'm going to start right out with Dorothy. Dorothy, let's. Hi. All right. <laughs> we can do that. Hi, Jennifer. It's nice Hi, to meet you. You too. So you had a couple questions and everybody who, is it true, uh, Sue, that when even people who, are, people who are joining just to listen in, do they get the questions too that, that Jennifer proses? No. No. Oh, okay. Let you want me to do it? No, no I just so no, the... I, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. I could just cover it because I was wondering okay. because you asked a question and not everybody knows about you know like the things you asked. So if somebody's saying, well, what does that mean, Saturn return, or what does that mean, Moon sign? So I just thought I would clarify that for people who aren't educated in astrology because most people, not everybody knows what those things mean. Mm -hmm. So she was wondering about her Moon sign. I'm just going to grab the chart so I won't be looking at you guys. Um, so the moon sign, you know, just every planet and everything that we use in astrology is somewhere in, in a sign somewhere because that zodiac belt's just around us. So at the moment, the, the day, time and place a person is born is like a snapshot. And then we can just look out into the universe and see where all the planets have to be positioned based off of the zodiac belt that is around us. So that's what that represents. And um, Jennifer asked about her moon sign, like the meaning of the moon sign. And <clears throat> I love looking at the moon sign. Those are the three big ones, the sun, the moon, and the rising sign. The moon, the sun sign, everybody knows their sun sign. It's like, what's your sign? Mm -hmm. That's the sun sign. And you're an Aquarius, right. Jennifer. You probably know an awful lot about that. And that's what we're learning the egos here to learn about. And the moon is how we are emotional. So our emotions. This is why she gets along well with Gemini's because her moon is in Gemini. 
So awesome. that's one of the reasons why we would get, you know, we'd all get along well. And, you know, so it's really close to where your sun is. Your sun was in almost the same place as the moon. And the moon goes around the whole zodiac in, in just like 20, just under 29 days. So Jennifer asked, what does that moon sign mean? And the moon in the sign of Gemini means when, when you're emotional, Jennifer, the best thing for you to do is to, and, and this will be intuitive, intuitive because our moon sign is just what we naturally do emotion and emotionally. You want to talk, you want to analyze things, you want to work things out, you want to hear other people have to say when so when the moon is in the sign of Gemini that is what a person will instinctually do is you learn I mean you're older too there's more to it it's not just the talking but that's what Gemini represents it's like I want to talk I want the information I need to know how somebody else feels I want to share how I feel the flip side of Gemini uh, is listening so I'm a good listener so when I know something, and Sue, you just talked, you just said that right off the bat. This is how I know Jennifer, because she always <laughs> has this, this feeling. She always, I don't, this were your words. So I don't, um, I'm not overly emotional about things, but she'll come in and she'll say, hey, what's going on? And then right. she'll listen and she knows the right words. So the, being a coach is a, a beautiful, a perfect profession mm -hmm. for somebody that has the moon in an air sign. All of the all of the zodiac signs have an element to it, and so I would look heavily to that element, and that element is air and how we express it. Your sun sign is also an air sign. People think Aquarius is water; it is not. It's an air sign, and that is also somebody. There's also a lot of analytics, very analytical, and you want to process and think and help others in that way. So that is your moon sign. So you were asking about mm -hmm. that. How does that resonate? How does that sound to you? Um, I, it does not resonate. I hate sharing my emotions. I'm very private. <laughs> uh, I it didn't say you had to share them. I said it is important that you, you well, I did say share, but write that information out. So it doesn't mean you, you necessarily have to express it to others, but okay. you, you okay. need to use your intellect and your words to express yourself emotionally. Okay. That resonates more. Like I'm more likely to journal and write things out. Um, and, but I definitely an analyzer. I definitely am going to look at them, analyze them. What do they mean? What can I learn from them? Yeah, there's a lot going on in my head. <laughs> so, yeah. So that is, so that, so that does resonate with you. Okay. Yeah. That okay. is. It, res that is mm -hmm. it resonates with me huh. because the, the certificates and the education that Jennifer has sitting behind her has mm -hmm. taken a whole lot of dealing with emotions and learning how to, to bring yours up versus getting other people to, to release things. Yeah, right? I've really had to learn and work on right. the emotional side. Mm -hmm. Because societal, societally, we're taught from others how yeah. we're supposed to behave emotionally. And that is not always right. in alignment with what we need and what our moon sign is. So- Yes, I would agree with that. Cause I feel like growing up, it was uh, discouraged or not encouraged. Like no one ever asked me, how do you feel? Nobody. You know, me either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Okay. That's what, this, and that's what that I'm shows. I'm understanding that better. Yeah, thank you. And the moon is in um, 120 degree angle to the sun. So that's called a trine. So it's a it's an air trine because the sun is in Aquarius, again, air. So that means you're in and you're in what we call the first quarter phase. Um, you're born under the lunar phase. That's the first quarter in that monthly cycle, which represents somebody who is learning. Think of a child that is just sort of um, preteen. They're learning about life. They're not, they, they got some understanding, but they're learning. So on a soul, soul level, you're at that stage. So you're learning a lot about life and you have an awful lot of support from that sun in Aquarius because that is incredibly analytical. 
and even um, a, a mathematical position called the lunar south node is down is in Libra. That's the other air signs. You have this big triangle in the middle of your chart with all three air signs mathematically connecting for the sun, the moon, and the south node. It's a life path thing. It represent that represents why am I here? The ego's here to express knowledge and information and stepping a little bit outside of the norm because you're an Aquarius. The moon is I emotionally want to share information, share how I feel. And again, you've been, life has taught you don't do that. So you've had to learn how to express it yourself. Okay. Yes. And, yeah. and, and, and you are a good listener. That's another side. Mm, if you're not a definitely. big communicator, I'm absolutely positive you're a good listener because okay. that's how the moon and Gemini works. It's one or the other. It can be both, but it sounds like you have the extreme sense of it where you're a good, good listener. And then you know how to write and take notes. I do too. I take a ton of notes. Yeah. yeah I'm, taking, I'm typing notes now. The South node, which is actually in the sign of Libra, that South node position is a place in space. We love to use in astrology. It talks about our past lives and the moon represents past life you know, things that we're, we're, we've drug into this lifetime to assess and to learn more about and to understand more deeply. And that's in Libra. So that's about working with others. So just looking at those three things, you are absolutely right where you, you should be. You should be helping others in their private, quiet conversations that isn't for the public. You're a coach. You do one-on-one -on -one things. That's exactly where you should be. Mm. well that's validating that's cool let's um so i'll, I'll pause there <laughs> i got more for about saturn if we get to it and so but i right, want others to right. chime in um that sounded really good dorothy because of all the sevens that we see in, in her chart. chart i mean oh, it's it? huge okay it's overloaded with sevens yeah. and a lot of these sevens and jennifer knows this are karmic it's work that she's come here to work on is that what a seven it's, means well, she has the 16-7, and the 16-7 is the tarot, uh, is the tower card in tarot. Oh, and she's got, she, her life path expression, her heart's desire is all that. So I've always interpreted that as a soul that has really come here to, to let go of the, the material and and really connect to themselves. Really work on connecting to themselves. It's a private well, thing, which is yeah. which is the moon, right? It's private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the North Node in Aries, which is the other side of the South Node in Libra, the North Node in Aries, the other um, big life path point. If we're going to pick points, the whole chart is the life path, of course. But the North Node in Aries represents. Um, something that you're trying to do new in this lifetime and that new thing is Aries and Aries is how do I identify myself I'm not always comfortable you know tooting my own horn I'm not always comfortable in front of people it's just it, but it's about taking action that's important for you and it sounds just like what you just said the 16 seven it sounds right. just like that because we're not always comfortable with it but it sounds like the North Node in Aries, she doesn't have anything else that supports it that I can remember. Let me take a look. No, nothing else supports it. So that means it's all by itself. But it sounds like the numerology insists. Yeah, I know. <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. David. Yeah. What you, what's, what's your take on all of this? Oh, wow. Well, when I was first putting this together, the 16, 7, and I go, another one? Another one? So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> first and foremost, and... To I said when we were first talking earlier, um, I have an expression of seven, but I don't have anything near what you have. <laughs> and I love to do this. Um, and when I was looking at your numbers, and you probably may or may not already know this, but there's two things that seem to be incredibly important to you. And one of those is you must learn, if you haven't already, to listen to your intuitive inner voice. And that is a guiding force for you, especially with three sevens, my goodness. Um, but the other flip side of it, which is kind of difficult when you have some of this, is you have to be able to ground. So it mm -hmm. is, you know, the two need to work together. The grounding might, is probably maybe a little more difficult for you than the than listening intuitively. I don't know. Um, so that came through. That was like, well, it's on high. <laughs> and mm -hmm. that 
the grounding will keep you level, but yet you can shoot to the stars. And I even bet from a spiritual perspective, but I even bet from what you do for a living, you do get a lot of, of downloads, I would assume. Yeah. Um, I, I think they happen so subtly that I'm not even aware of them. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm not cognitive that I'm getting yeah. the downloads and the insights. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that you said that I have to be able to ground because that is a commitment that I have to keep remaking to myself. And it's my word of the year, ground, ground. Mm -hmm. All right. Working on it. <laughs> well, let me let me tell you a little bit. And Dorothy can, I think it's Dorothy might be able to help me with this or back me up on this. There are different, um, in astrology, for example, there are many different combinations that would allow a person when you're as a someone like Dorothy or myself who look at astrology, we can say, oh, I bet they're kind of psychic. Oh, I bet they're very kind of spiritual. Oh, and, and there are, like I said, there are many ways to put that. I can tell you as being a seven and having some of these classes, sevens get, it's, it's like down and out. It's you get it and it comes through. There's no, uh, for me, I will just share. No one's, you know, talking in my ear. No one's, you yeah. know, <laughs> intuition. It, it's like, you just know. And so, mm you have sevens everywhere. So that's why I'm saying this to you. I would say to you that the downloads, that's how you process. It's how I process. And, you know, yeah. I can tell you. So that, just so you know. Now, there are other psychics, and I know a lot, and mediums, and some have even been on here, okay? They have talking in their ear. They have, you know, big picture <laughs> things. They have all that. Sevens, not so much. We actually have, we are considered, it's a divine link to uh, to spirit believe it or not and so these downloads it's just part of who we are and that's oh okay so we yeah, don't that's know. really validating yeah i don't see or hear i can feel and know uh, yeah. but knowing is is probably predominantly and i'll say things about people to my husband as if i'm an expert in them and i've never met them before and then i <laughs> i feel like i have to reserve i have to hold myself back because what do i know about them. Well, you do. You do know. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But that's very, very strongly characteristic of sevens because I, I've been through psychic development oh. classes even just because I was, and that's the, one of the things you just have to learn after a while is I don't necessarily, at least not right now, I don't get all the rest, but boy, I know. Mm -hmm. And, and mm. you're probably a very good judge of people. Yeah. Um, um, I know. Um, my, I'm very unstereotypical. I had a long corporate career before I stepped into this, <laughs> but um, I could tell in, a, in, a, in an instant who was lying, who was, who was, you know, trying to play games mm -hmm. and target yeah. and straighten that out. And I bet you can too. I bet that's probably. Mm -hmm. So the only other thing I'm going to say while I'm here is um, one characteristic that really came through and it actually supported on both sides. And here's my astro-neurology for you. So I'm looking, you have your ascendant, ascendant is on Gemini. So that's the first house. That's, you know, where everything started, right? So it talks a little bit about when you have that. Gemini's, they process information in and out, in and out. It's like quick, done. I mean, you are just a human computer, practically. You're taking an info, you're putting out info. It does not surprise me at all that you have degrees and certificates where you do, okay? That's what a Gemini is. Doesn't necessarily mean talking. It's a lot of thinking and processing, and you can handle data as good as the best of them. And I'm talking about PCs, not people. So that's what it, that's what it is. And an ascendant, when you're ascendant, that's what you're putting out. That's your motivation, right? That's what you're putting out into the world. Now, here's a little tidbit that I thought was very interesting. <clears throat> here's where, Sue, this is where I did a little different. Um, so I look at uh, very strongly your name, Jennifer, J and E, okay? Mm -hmm. That is... Okay, those are energies you're putting out into the world that these are rather significant. So when you look at your, your first vowel, which is an E, one of the characteristics, which is also part of your ascendant that comes out here, is freedom. You like to be, there's a degree of freedom that you like. Now, be it freedom from jobs, because you like to be independent. You're married, so I'm assuming it's not your husband or, or whoever. Um, but you do like freedom. <laughs> Would that be... <laughs> Would yes, she does. Yes, yeah. she does. All right. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, so that's, yeah, blame that on your E. So, <laughs> so your J, though, is was very interesting, too. So J is being a leader. Might be a little bit of an indecisive leader, but you're still a leader. 
And you can kind of be, it can be ambitious, but quiet, right? You don't necessarily, you know, you're not putting it out there per se, but that's kind of, it could be in how you conduct yourself, the fact that you own your own business, the fact, however it is, but part of that aspect is standing up for yourself, right? And, and being a leader. So um, all the rest, optimistic, good mind, excellent ideas, very innovative, all that kind of goes along with that. So hopefully some of that helps and, and, maybe even, you know, validates, if it will, on who you are and what's going on. And there, yeah. and I say this again, there are no mistakes <laughs> from your no, name you're your right. to where you are now. It's all as it's supposed to be. So anyway, I'll let someone else. <laughs> that was that was good, David. Thank you. That was really good. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that that hit some notes and that was oh, um, wonderful. Okay. <laughs> Adriana, let's let's right. hear from you. Um, so in Kraylin's absence, I pulled a card. It's not a tarot oh, nice. card. Like I did last time, it's from my herb book. Um, so one of your questions was about the 16-7, um, essence, transit essence that you've been in. Yeah. Um, so as Sue said earlier, the 16-7 is associated with the tower card in Tarot. So I pulled this card, right? Not looking at any cards. They're herbs. They're they're in no way related to the tarot. So it's not like I uh, just <laughs> tried to correlate something with the herbs. So I pull this card. It is, uh, I can never get the camera. In. <laughs> it's passion flower. Yeah. Um, so in my book, passion flower says that every inch of passion flower is reaching, striving and climbing. And I'm like, what on earth? Because that's literally the tower card. You're all, you're constantly reaching, striving, <laughs> climbing. You're, you're constantly yeah. trying to go to higher heights and build something new. Um, and it, it doesn't have to be, passion flower doesn't necessarily grow in the most beautiful places. It can grow on this in, in a fence or, so you're, you're not squeezing yourself in, but it's almost like, and this correlates with the 16-7 as well you have this ability to kind of get in where you fit in and just really rejuvenate, revive where you are. Um, but I wanted to ask you, do you feel frustrated with the 16-7? I get exhausted by it. It's, mm. I, I'm con like you said, constantly reaching, striving, climbing. Like I'm always in a work mode. And mm -hmm. I often love it and at times get really tired by it, worn mm -hmm. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm tired right now. Like the last few years have been, have had challenges and I'm in the middle of it. So I'm not, you know, I haven't rebuilt the tower yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, where do you, or how do you ground yourself or come back? I mean, you said that's, like a constant struggle in your life. Yeah. Um, but when you do find yourself recommitting to grounding yourself, how is it that you go about that? Um, it is really like forcing myself to step away from, you know, my work, my computer, and either putting my butt in a chair or in my office or outside and putting my feet on the ground and just imagining that I'm draining unneeded energy into the earth and then connecting opening up to source and mm. um you know as simple it, like in five minutes i i i try to do that in as little as five minutes yeah that's you, what i've been you doing. really are like i wrote down <clears throat> on your chart this higher connection to spirit and even in just the way that you um try to ground yourself you are aware of the energies around you you're aware of spirit really you're I don't I don't know how else to explain it other than you're aware of spirit um and you like everyone else has already said you have this great intuitive thing about you um you're kind of able to tell and know um but I understand where it can feel exhausting. It's just like you, just like David, in my birth chart, prior to my name getting changed, um, 
I also have a 16-7 um, expression number. So I identify as my name after it has been changed, but I also, because I have this seven in my birth chart, it's not gonna go away just because my name has changed. Right. So I constantly feel like this battle almost in my head between my birth self and my adopted self, just in that I can't really make sense of things. Like I'm receiving things, but then the things I'm receiving aren't necessarily with who I identify as today, mm. if that makes any mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, but it is a constant stream of things that are coming to me and it's, it is exhausting. And then you find yourself constantly having to rebuild and still try to make sense of things. And it's like, how do I build and still try to make sense of things? Like, I feel like if you're building something, you already have the blueprint. So you're not really making sense of it. It already makes sense. Um, but with the 16-7, there's this great, great lesson of faith and just foresight mm -hmm. almost. Um, knowing that even though you can't see in the darkness, you're still on the right path. You're still going where you need to, to go. You're still getting to that, that destination. So it's, it's so hard not to be like very spiritually communicating when I'm talking about the 16-7, but really just faith and trusting, trusting the process. Like I, I used to be an athlete. I used to play sports and that's literally all my coaches would say, trust the process, trust the process. But 16, seven, that, that's what it's screaming at you. Trust the process. It may feel chaotic. You may feel like you're in a whirlwind. It may even feel peaceful and a little too peaceful. Like what's, what's about to happen next. But at no matter what the feeling is, the lesson is that you have to trust the process even when you can't really see your way out. Mm, and yeah. even if I feel like with the 16-7, there's this constant feeling of, okay, I moved past that. What's next? Because you build it up and it comes back down. That's It's just the lesson of the 16-7. And even, even while you're in that headspace, it's like, okay, even if something does come next, I'm open to accepting whatever whatever it is that you know I'm having to learn and gain from this. And just like with your emotions, having to learn how to really process and live live in your own emotions, our experiences, whether they're pleasant or not, we have to, there's something we can learn from anything that we experience in life. Um, so there's a lot to be gained to, to grasp that. It's not necessarily grasping at it, but just to help that sense of like grounding yourself and really being able to trust the process as you're going through life, especially in the 16, seven cycle that you're in. Um, I think it lasts nine or 10 years for you. And oh yeah, um, so true. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of, I like just grabbing at different experiences, like, you know, taking pictures or writing things down and then journaling it and then coming back and saying, ah, oh, like that felt really wild <laughs> then. Yeah. Uh, and that felt wild. And those two things didn't seem like they related. And here I am at the end and all of the things connected. Uh, but I can say that when you are finished with this 16-7 cycle, you will be entering into the 19-1 transit essence. Um, so something new is on the horizon for you. Um, and I feel like you know it intrinsically, like you feel it. Um, and it's it's just about riding the wave and just letting yourself get there. Not Not mm -hmm. really putting too much pressure, releasing ego and just saying, hey, I'm here to experience my life. And you're obviously here to learn and teach learn from life and teach other people how to really settle in themselves and, you know, process their own experiences. You're kind of like saying, let go and let God. And that's yeah. what seven is. That's what seven <laughs> that's is. Let so go hard. and let God. <laughs> yes, it is hard because we have to live. I mean, we have to make a living. We have to do all right. those things. And, and a solopreneur is constantly, constantly working. Even when they yeah. wake up at night, they're constantly working. So yes, burnout is a real big thing. 
I think we should die. We should dissect the sixteen seven, right? Because uh. you get the one, the six, and the seven. And six is sitting in between one and seven. One and seven is very analytical. They're right. in their head. They're uh, you, they're strong will. They don't want to do what other people tell them. A lot of times they want to take it on their own force. Six is the same way. When we draw the six, it curls within, and and it's for the six to uncurl itself and let go and let go. Oh. And that seven <laughs> wants that you to release. What's that? The six, once it unwinds, it turns around into the nine, which right. is her personality number, where you want to share and express and give yourself to others and really help people be better. You want to help the yes. world be a better place. And what is six? Selfless service to other people. Hmm. But you get the one and the seven, the, and six is also very, is very psychic. You know, mom has eyes in the back of her head. It's a domestic, it's home. <laughs> You know that, so there's a lot of um, like like David and Dorothy said. There's just so much knowledge that just downloads, and you were born with this. So being mm -hmm. born with this is very natural. This is all. If if one of us was to step inside your body, we would probably go, "Oh my God, where's all this stuff coming from? How can, <laughs> how can she deal with this?" Right? But it just happens automatically for you. Yeah, sevens are perfectionists. You have to be very, very, and sixes can be too. You have to be very careful of trying to be everything perfect because that's not reality. I would like to mention, I just glanced over at your chart. Um, Dorothy said something earlier about your desire for freedom. Um, and that was presenting itself in your chart. I just glanced over at your chart. It did not hit me any other time. You have seven fives yeah, yeah, in your name. Huge. I know. <laughs> seven is like regardless. Seven is going to my maturity number as well. Yeah. 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 Yeah there is the struggle within yourself like like I just want to go like I don't know travel and do things and maybe that would be good for you because that also helps the seven and your ability to connect and download different things when you're just experiencing and seeing other places and people and just being free sometimes the best way to gain insight is to just let let go that's literally that's it for you that's what i have for you today let go <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's so hard sadder now too when you have a chance there's a lot going on with that yeah jump in jump in, in. Jump in more questions like, we're gonna run yeah. out of time <laughs> yeah there there is an awful lot going on and uh, Jennifer, you were talking in your questions, you asked about the Saturn return and yeah, that doesn't happen until 2026 and 2027. So um, you have already under some other experience Saturn return for those who don't know, it's just all the planets start somewhere at the time that we're born. There's that moment in space in time. And then eventually the planet as they continue to move come back around to where they were when we were born. Saturn will do it two or three times in a lifetime. You have to live to your 90s for the second one, the third one. So in our late 50s, we're in the second Saturn return. But you're not there yet, Jennifer. What's been happening? Um, and this has been going on uh, since, um, let me look at my notes. Um, actually, June, June 10, 2021, there was an eclipse on your ascendant. And that, what that meant was that was an opportunity. It was actually in the 12th, almost on the ascendant. So there was an inner job, inside job started. Eclipses are important where it would, especially on the ascendant, where you would all of a sudden start to bloom. However, simultaneously, Saturn is with your natal sun, your sun, Saturn in Aquarius, Jupiter was there. So you, I heard you say over the last two years, it's been really hard. It has. When Saturn in the sky is connecting to something personal, like our sun, sun sign, um, we are asked to really step up. The lesson, it's not that you haven't done hard work, 
the lesson when Saturn does get there and we feel it, it's really asking you to thin the herd, if you will, to hone in on your what you really know. You might have a lot of education and that's fantastic, but start to consolidate and really educate others as to what you do. I mean, if you're busy, you're busy and you might not need to do this. I don't know, but it is it is that hard work. Sounds like the hard work of a seven, not knowing what a seven really means, except for what you guys have just said. <laughs> it just shows me that it's Saturn says, we're gonna work hard, we're gonna work wise. How do I work smarter, not harder? And you feel the pressure of that because it is conjunct your sun. And it made that exact conjunction, March, September through November, 2022. All right. So you had something that started in mid June, well, in oh. June, 2021, the sun, Saturn, the Saturn conjunct your sun was again, that March, 2022, and then all of September, October, and November of 2022. That was a lot of pressure that that is going to feel more difficult than when you finally do get to Saturn return because the sun is our vital essence we're exhausted when Saturn conjuncts the sun or Saturn is making an aspect to our sun it can be more than just that one thing but that's what you have and so yeah <clears throat> past is that over <laughs> that that was a soul changing year the numerology chart would, would yeah. say remember we talked about that jennifer 2022 yeah. at the age of all right so that was like i said that yeah, went that's then uh through november of 2022 however it just it keeps yeah. moving and then it made its connection um let me grab my notes here it made its connection to what we call the midheaven that is the point of um, where our career is. So Saturn's been rising for the last seven years, right? Oh, there's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I sound, I sometimes, you know, the numerology gods just shoot a word through my head. <laughs> Even though I have no idea. <laughs> so, okay. Can I interrupt for just one minute? For Okay. So for those that are watching, a Saturn return, your first one, that's when you step, you, some major event in your life has usually happened that steps you into adulthood. And you're usually in your late 20s to early 30s when this happens. It can be a job, it can be a death, it can be a birth, it can be a marriage, it can be all sorts of things. But that's usually the significance of it. My understanding, and Dorothy's right on target, of course, but my understanding, the second one around is something similar, just it's a major, some sort of a major event usually. Okay, just so to give some clarity why a Saturn return is usually considered as something rather important. The one um, bridge I'm going to put between the two, as I do, <laughs> um, when you're looking at your, your Saturn, your first, well, your Saturn return coming up is in 2026, which happens to be your second personal year. So your first personal year is coming up um, in 2025. That's incredibly important. That's new beginnings. Usually yeah. by the second um, you're, it's a slower year, but it is one rather significant because you're working with relationships at that point to take on whatever you took on in the first year. So I don't know if you, you're thinking about something new, um, something different with your business, but in a first year, it's new beginnings. So just to give you a bit of a, so that could easily play in with the second Saturn return in my mind. So. It will. Yeah. And yeah. not lot. Thank you, David. That was, that was excellent. Um, and that's true. The second Saturn return while it hasn't come yet. It, it, again, it's like we're preparing for the, the final third of life in, in just in our minds, right. And in, in the soul, it's like, well, and this is when we realize it's like a lot of things don't matter and what's the most, what's important for us. So we do, we start to shed things, but we still feel the responsibility of everything that's around us because we're, you know, we're, we're just at this age. We're in our late fifties, early sixties, late fifties right now. So with Saturn connecting to other things before it even gets to where it was when you were born, the first, the first time it, it is, it is inspiring you to take on the responsibility and figure out how to let go. That's why you're exhausted because you haven't, you haven't released some responsibilities yet. Right. And you're just right. It's like, it's like, dragging the car behind you when the brakes are on just doesn't tow well <laughs> you gotta disengage something right <laughs> and then saturn has um 
early this year made a connection to that midpoint and uh, the midheaven, I mean, and the midheaven is your public view, how people see you, your reputation, et cetera, all of those things. And now it's, and it's going to spend the next two and a half years moving through that career sector before it even gets to your oh, wow. Saturn. Okay. So I, I want, I want to give you some relief here. I want you to exhale. I want you to recognize that you've already been dealing with this since 2021. All this pressure that you're feeling, it, it is telling you, let's let it go. <laughs> okay. okay. Let go of those things that are are less important mm. and learn how to manage that. I mean, I know at this life, age in life, we we tend to have elderly parents if you have that or other responsibilities that are not just career related, but they are career related a lot for you because it's at the top of the chart, the astrology wheel which represents your public image. Uh, how people see you, your career, what you're known for. So it is your job, Jennifer, to figure out how to decompress, how to release some of the responsibilities. You have been feeling this since 2021. I mean, I'm not, I, I can't, you know, we're not going to lie to you because this is why you're here. It's like, it's been a lot of hard work for a couple of years. And so now it's time you can, you know, arrange it with the astrology, uh, with the numerology, what is it that I need to let go? And I, it, and it's responsibilities. I can tell you okay. it's some responsibilities. Yeah. It's, you know, getting rid of everything, but it's like distilling. It's like distillation. You know, you've got all of this liquid and all of this fluid, all of this knowledge. Let's bring it down and condense it into something that is just, you know, it's like great balsamic vinegar, right? It distills yeah. <laughs> into something. Food. I love you. It's always food. It's always Yay. food. Force rising. <laughs> of course, I love the foods, but I'm not a great cook. <laughs> but um, it's uh, so it's that. So I hope that does that make sense, Jennifer? That you have yeah. to like release some things, not just turn your back on things, but yeah. take the information you have for yourself and for what you share with your clients and yeah. etc. And um really be so interesting like over the last five years i've been an entrepreneur for five years and the last three in particular i've done a lot of experimenting i've kind of been all over the place i'm like okay let's let's try this let's try this and and it's actually been fun it's freeing i like the freedom <laughs> and exhausting yes. and Creative. it's confusing to people who yeah. are following me and so i've been lately um, maybe guided would be the right word to just simplify. Okay. Fine. Focus, 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 let go of some things. Actually, I just wrote an email yesterday about something that I'm wanting to, I don't want to let go of, but I'm going to let go of because it's another responsibility. It's a time commitment. And, and I don't feel like I'm serving that thing well. So what you just said really resonates. <laughs> Yeah, and the there's other another thing. of other things that are supporting that, which I can't get into here because it's just too much. But there are other things that are supporting that too. So it's not just the right. one thing I was focusing on. However, yeah, you have you can do this, and there's there's a ton to it. See that that goes along, Dorothy, with her change, the ending of Pentacle, uh, ending a nine year epicycle. Okay, next year mm -hmm. she's ending. It's completion, oh, so letting go of things. Yeah. Right, is the nine coming in in 2024? Then she starts a whole new epicycle in 2025. So uh, it's yeah. time for her to release things, and it's starting to click in. It's starting to move for through her. Oh, that's that. so good. Jupiter is moving through a whole bunch of different things. David, David, you know what that means. Jupiter will be on the ascendant by the time we get to 2025, which is you're going to be really out there and very visible. Jennifer, yeah, that's great. Perfect. Yeah, yes. There you go. That's what I was going to say. In your new and your one year, you've got some things coming up that are very cool. Just so yes. you know. And we'll yeah. energize you. And I know because you're a, sen you're a Gemini, you like things different. You don't want to stay with, the, you know, that's very important to you. Yeah, but like you said, you got to stay on the track. But your one year with being a Gemini will allow you to kind of take off. So I think things are going to change. Here. I, I but you have to release things. You have to mm -hmm. purge. If you don't purge in that nine year, the, the door can't swing wide open because it's still full of stuff. Yeah. So as yeah. much as you can get rid of that's no longer serving your greatest and highest good in 2024, the wider that door will open up in 2025. 
Nice. All right. yeah. Let me so, ask you this question. I don't know who wants to answer it. All right. Well, because I'm a seven and I like education, I'm about to apply <laughs> for a one-year um, certificate for executive and professional coaching, which would finish in 2024, which would be endings and completions as I go yeah. into 2025 at starting something new and being out there and being more <laughs> visible. Does that like all align? Does that seem to line up? David's yeah, not. Like it does. Yeah. Yeah. And is it, when are you starting it? August yeah. of this year. August. The end of this year, you said? August. 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 August what? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. There you go. There you uh, go, Dorothy. I love it. On. I just got the calendar yesterday. Um, from Stephen to see tentative schedule. If you've already start, if you've already signed up for it, it doesn't matter what we think. But however, <laughs> no, I haven't applied. But oh, I, oh okay. um, <laughs> but I've been in conversation. It says orientation is August 14, 15, and sixteen. <laughs> that to me, that to me feels like you're adding more responsibility instead of. I like, like it. I like it for her. It's so right before you asked the question, I was going to say, even though you're, it's a lot of being told, you know, let go, let go, let go. You're very curious by nature, and I remember the last time we were talking. I think you were studying death. Um, I'm not really. I don't. I don't. You. You. That doesn't ring a bell. Okay. We were talking. I don't know what it necessarily was, but. You were just studying something um, and it wasn't like uh, related to coaching or anything. You're just, you were just curious about something. Um, and August is a seven personal month for you. Um, so that would be a great <laughs> month to, you know, kind of dive into something. But at the same time, I hear you saying, you know, you've been receiving a lot of confirmation and affirmations just in that you are you are going to have to kind of like as Dorothy said, thin the herd on on the different things that you're involved in. Uh, so it does sound a lot like you're becoming more of a specialist in something, which also goes with the seven energy. Seven is a specialist. They specialize in things. They study, 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 and it may seem random, but it all culminates into something that only a seven could really specialize in because it, it um, feels to me like strategic and um it more of a special specialization i've been such a generalist over the last few years you have to understand the marketing of it we'll just talk business here capricorn, yeah. capricorn moon um you know is that your demographic are you gonna are you gonna be able to hone in and because you're really being just an executive coach person um, sorry for not knowing the right words, um, then you're really limiting your um, people that you would work with. But if you want to do that, that's fine. I see the astrology of this when you're beginning, this is at the end of a lunar cycle in August. It's the very end. So what this tells me and my intuition and whatever is saying that you're not going to learn anything you don't already know. Mm hmm. But if you're going to feel comfortable because you're going to go through this and you're going to have a certificate that from somebody you you honor and respect, then you're going to do it. However, yeah. since it is beginning during a complete and total, all three days is the balsamic lunar phase. The new moon isn't until Wednesday, the 16th um, at uh, where is it? It's, it's early in the morning. Um, that just tells me that it's old information that you already know. Not that they're not teaching something new, but you know it. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. you already know it. You already know it. It's opposite your son. So if you could take the orientation and then decide if you're going to invest, that is how I personally would make that choice if I was in your position with your chart. I would say, all right, well, if orientation is these three days, but I don't have to like sign on the dotted line and give them my money yet. I'm going to wait yeah. until after the 16th to make that decision. So I don't know how that's set up for you. That's what I would prefer myself. Yeah. What's interesting is that uh, I agree. I'm going to know a lot of this already, 
Um, I'm excited about having a cohort though, and about uh, connections and getting to know people mm -hmm. and building the more um, oh, that's know, professional that collaborative from. side. And um, yeah, yeah. I don't have, it's a, it, um, mm -hmm. I was, what's the right word? Um, granted uh, VA benefits. So I don't even have to pay for the tuition. Okay. <laughs> well, financial well, uh, and you're going to, you, you know, the South Node and the Libra energy is coming through. Um, so that basically will let us know that you're um, going to end up, you probably will find somebody that you'll partner with really well in that group. Yeah. Um, and learn a lot but it is stuff you already know but like I said if you feel it you still because I know some people just still need um, a certificate from somebody they like I said they respect yeah. and you think that is something that makes you feel good I don't have any certificates that it doesn't matter to me but it matters yeah. to you right it matters yeah. to you and that makes perfect it's sense. A seven right the seven yep. oh is that what that is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question uh, Dorothy and this mm -hmm. is from stuff that you have taught us in live numerology reading throughout the balsamic moon is the number nine right it's, it should we, be that's what we talked really about should right be. yeah I would and a I lot would... of times when nine is around we, we suggest to people not to start things or they start things that lead them to something other than what they're doing Okay, oh, so it ends it ends prematurely. Does that make sense astrologically? It, it does because that again that lunar phase which we have every month, just two or three days before the new moon, it is about that inner inner period. It's not about actively pursuing anything or beginning anything new. And again, life is life. Sometimes we have to, right. and sometimes right. it's just a short thing, like you just said, the nine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I always, when I, when I'm feeling like, oh my God, I need to be doing something. And I'm always, you know, like flailing myself, <laughs> do something, work, <laughs> right. dare have yeah. a day off. And then I look and it's like, oh, it's the balsamic moon. Forget it. I'm going for a hike. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you It'll go. wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I David, I want to hear what you think about going back to school. Oh, I'm all for it. Um, okay. <laughs> but that's me, right? I'm in several classes, programs, you know, I'm a seven. Um, no, yeah. it's funny. What, it's funny um, what I was thinking was, I'm back to your ascendant, your Gemini. And your um, Dorothy was right. I mean, some of this stuff is old knowledge for a Gemini, but you, you gave some incredibly good points. I happen to know like a double Gemini and a couple others, and they're exact, they would say the same thing you just did. Um, it's in your nature to want to learn both from a numerology perspective as well as an astrological perspective. So as long as, as far as I'm concerned, someone else is paying for it, you're gonna know new people, yeah. you're gonna be able to make the bridge in different ways in your career, you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what really, what could hurt, right? So right. I, yeah. even if you were in a, you won't, but even if you it didn't work out for some reason, who cares? Yeah, I mean, literally, you know what I'm saying? So right. you've scratched an itch for that Gemini and your seven that needs to, you know, have that info and the potential for your business to go up, I think is, is great. And it probably will land about the time you're having a one year. So it all seems to make sense to me. I, I think it's really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, what, I like and I already like started, like I'm already thinking about transitioning my business now into this target market before I even get the degree. So I feel like it's all just kind of, Bridging together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that you um remember that's the biggest thing. Follow that intuition. Okay. Because yeah. you with three sevens, boy, that volume's on high. Stay grounded, but listen to yourself. You know, we're okay. we're all good here. Don't, don't get me wrong, but ultimately you have to live your life. So I would just say follow most definitely, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, we just a guide. We just guide, we just tell yeah. people what we see is for energy around them, but you right. have your free will. And free will my biggest rain. challenge is like being impulsive like thinking like yes i'm gonna that's a good idea and then i go down this path and either i get bored with it and tired or i'm like oh <laughs> gemini yeah there you go is that gemini <laughs> yeah oh, i'm over that's that that's the oh, sign too in advance, oh. like six weeks out and then by the time it comes i'm like i don't even want to do that anymore yeah <laughs> like, yeah okay yeah that's <laughs> yeah. How you're wired. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting too, Jennifer. That's very good that you said that because like Dorothy said, if you could just do the the um the beginning of it and just to see if it's gonna bore you, I mean a whole year of study, you have so many certificates. 
How many certificates do you have? Do you know? Well, I have an undergraduate, I mean, a master's, a graduate certificate, and then I have like six coaching certifications. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And so my, my point is <laughs> this, um, what you're going to be taking, it could be just review. That's yeah. boredom. So if you could do that three and really get into it and make sure it's going to teach you something. Because sevens don't, sevens want, they want to learn. They don't want to review. And they want to yeah. learn in a deeper level. Yeah. yeah. I, I looked at the curriculum and I feel pretty confident that there will be new material there for me. Good. Oh, I was just going to say, I have a, an accountability partner that I work with. I've never physically met her, but um, she is a double Gemini. Okay. And so some of our discussions around, she goes, should I take this class? Should I take that class? Should I do this? Should I do? And I said, well, you know, all this already. It's so funny. This is exactly what we're talking oh, about. Oh, wow. Yeah. But if you feel that, uh, just like you said, the, uh, does it give you a connection with people? Is it going to expand mm -hmm. your business? Is it going to scratch an itch? But at the end of the point, I said, but you know a lot of this already. So, I mean, I would say, yeah, I think it's great. And I, it, you know what? You are here to learn. Remember, it's <laughs> yes, not that's true. why you're here. And that's why I'm saying with your number one year, you will, you are going to continue to change what you do. It's, it, it's just how you're wired, right? Yeah. Some, some people can do the same job for a lifetime. Other people like Gemini and I'm so they, not one of them. No, you've got to keep changing and vamping and do it, redoing. Right. And that's just right. who you are. The problem and, is that I'm not making any money at the moment. <laughs> that's well, the problem is that mm. I need to earn a living. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. And that's the marketing that, Dorothy was talking about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Capricorn, or I think it was the yeah, you yeah, yeah. It's like you've you've got to look at that um that point of of your chart, you know, the the Saturn, where Saturn is moving through in your astrology is the career sector. So while you can do this new this new certificate that is not stopping you, it's it's time for you to be out there with clients. Yeah. It's time. Yes. That you, this is the opportunity. I'm not okay. going to say you don't want to miss it, but I did just say that. So, <laughs> yeah. right, it's the next, right. but it's the next few years. And so, do this if it's fun to you. If you don't have yeah. to pay for it, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I was mm -hmm. thinking of the money when I was saying right. that. It is. It's about how many certificates do you need? I know somebody like you as well who has lots and lots of certificates. It's like, but you got to start earning some money somewhere. I mean, this is right. this is why you've got all these skills and how you want to help others. You have to start. You have to at some point just park it and get working. <laughs> I'm good at doing the thing. I'm not good at marketing the thing. I know well, marketing yeah. is hard. That's a class you should take. Yeah, that's yeah. or. Don't take a class. Hire someone. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's a time when you know your time is worth something, right? So no, but I need the money. I need money to pay the person to do. That. Well, there. I mean, look at I, I, Pfizer is one example. I think I, I offered that yeah. up to Dorothy. Went with uh, a lot of times, just a simple consultant for very little money can help you market yourself online. Just as one yeah. thing. There, there. It's out there. It's all out yeah. there. But connections, you're great with connections. So mm -hmm. your group, connect with some. They're all having the market, right? All right. Yeah. So connect that way. That's another way to go out about it. I'm excited it. about Yeah. That's what I like that you said about the class, that you're more excited about making connections with other people in the class. Uh, yeah. Because Seven has that tendency to self-isolate and take everything on their shoulders and really push themselves into their own space. So the fact that you're wanting to get out there and to connect with other people, I, I, I don't know. I really like that that was a motivation for you to take the class because I feel like it would benefit you. Mm -hmm. I know the yeah, last time I went to graduate school, I made so many connections that totally served, still serve me to this day. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'll just add this. Just generally speaking, Geminis have a problem with the money side. Just generally. Really? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I would just say to you, that is an area that you might want to focus or let, find other people that are good at it in the sense of, mm -hmm. it, and you do have to plug in and it's the toughest thing for a Gemini, but yeah, you're going to have to do some stuff you're bored with. Um, yeah. But I've done that this year. I'm really 
working with my budget. I have an app. I reduced a lot of expenses. So I'm being very responsible. Yeah. You just yeah. got to take the coin. That's what. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There you are. That's Saturn. Let's be responsible. Let's not yep. waste time. Let's especially time. Saturn rules time. Yep. Let's not waste time. Let's not waste money. Let's not waste resources. That's See, that's the Saturn. eight year, the eight personal year that, that Jennifer is in. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 So what, really, what I really. think is with find that person that does it well and and that's the relationship you need to just, you yeah. know, really make work. <laughs> Gosh, I could talk to you guys all day. This hour yeah. went by way too fast. <laughs> no, it sure did. It sure did. And we've got to conclude. Do you have anything you'd like to say or ask, Jennifer? Um, no, no, this was just so so great uh, many things validating some things new a uh, lot to consider i know that the overall lesson is to let go and that's the hardest part right yeah yeah right that's a work um, in progress though you can you can maneuver that to be a, a something that you're learning right yeah. instead of fighting it and resisting it yeah. let that be a subject that you're learning on how to release that this year like really like getting out of the office really just saying you know what it's okay i can spend the next two hours and go to the gym it's a, not the right. world's Good. not gonna fall apart <laughs> right because what's the lesson of the six is to love yourself as much as you love everybody else uh -huh. to take care of you as much as you want to take care of everybody else yeah that's a huge lesson for six yeah oh my gosh. well okay. everybody thank you so much for coming yeah, uh, if you're interested in, if anybody's interested in contacting any of our readers, I'll have the all their information on the YouTube page uh, so that you can reach out to them. Our next group is in June 17th, and we're going to be talking with August, who uh, has uh, questions about relationships, work, and money, and living location buying real estate i think so um we look forward to meeting him this is fun for me because i've never <coughs> met him before, so um i always like to meet new people so um yeah yeah i thank everybody for coming thank you thank you so much everybody thank we'll, you. See you. we'll see you so all fun. next next uh on june 17th take care okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.